Hello and welcome back to the Men You're Not Alone podcast. This will be, I think, episode 73 is where it's going to land. I need to make it after the first round table uh, is concluded with going live. This one is spurred on by something that Gus Waldorf said in the last part of the first round table. And what he said was, you know, he asked the question, uh, what do we want? And he had posed that as critical inside of a marriage as being a critical component to keep the relationship healthy for both the husband and the wife. And I've been sitting here for a couple of hours. We concluded an hour or two ago, maybe. And when Gus said that, it struck me as pretty profound to him because it is born out of his experience. And it's many years of experience in dealing with family law and couples that are hostile toward each other and that sort of vein of life. So I, I do put a lot of weight in what he has gathered over the years from years of working in his career. That one is quite profound when I think about it. It is not only in the last hour helped me with my own life, um, but it has helped screw a few things together for me. And I looked at the the struggles I've been having lately with my own life, and and I couldn't figure out why my level of energy is plummeting, why my job is draining. It gives me anxiety. It gives me it makes my stomach get knotted up sometimes. And it's it's shifted into something that, that I didn't sign up for. And when Gus said, you know, what's critical for a husband and wife to ask themselves is what do we want? You know, when Gus said that in his experience, uh, a couple asking what do we want is probably the first place to start in resolving marriage issues or preventing them. And I've realized that when I ask myself that question, what do I want? Like, I already know that. Like, I want my life to be a vessel of healing to the extent that my limited abilities make me capable capable of that. And so I've been thinking, I've just been sitting on the, on the couch thinking for a little while, like, what is it about my job that gives me anxiety, that makes me not want to go? I mean, I go, but I go do my job to the best of my ability every day. I'm not going to stop doing that because that's part of my character and and how I was raised. But I want to be a vessel of healing. And my job has become a place of, it's tension. I like to do the stuff I do very well. And when I was hired, I was hired to deliver high quality, which was right in line. It's one of the reasons I took the job is because that was part of the mix. That was part of the deal is that I would turn good quality or high quality products, homes. And my job is not that anymore. I basically put out fires because we have shifted the focus from quality to speed and greed. And that's a vague generalization. But with speed, you can't do quality other than go fast well. If speed is the only option, if that's the only thing that you've got your sights set on is speed then of course you'll go fast. Well, you just, that's the only thing you're going to do well. And so I've become more reticent of wanting my name on the homes that I build and not that they're junk, but they're not the level of quality that I would, that I have uh, always sought to deliver. There's just little things that most people probably won't even notice, but to me they're important and they're things that in a hurry you don't always have time for. Or they're things that suffer by the wayside. And then even to try to maintain that quality, which I still try to do, the amount of effort it takes to overcome the negative 
impact of trying to go super fast, it's become that's where the anxiety is coming from. Because what I want is to be a vessel of healing. What I'm doing in my job is it's a place of constant tension, agitation. It is adversarial. It has become adversarial even within my own company, not my company, the company I work for. A lot of the relationships have become rather adversarial, which, again, is not what I signed up for. I signed on to be a part of something, not to be a a man stranded on an island who's expected to just move fast and churn, churn, you know, crank out as much as possible. So that that isn't something that is contrary to what I want. And so if that hadn't changed, I I that that question has helped me answer what over the last two and a half to three years has been slowly ratcheting up my anxiety and my stress. And that's it, because our values have now, they've diverged. Mine is to be a vessel of healing in the world to the extent that I can. And I make my living by, to me, at least as I see it, it, it creates more tension, or at least I take a lot of crap. I'll, I'll put it that way. Um, from from every angle. It's just pick the player, I take crap from it. So that's not the way it used to be. And it has become that, but it wasn't my choice for it to become that. So I'm being asked to change the deal and now do things that are contrary to what I want in my life. So now it gave me a sense of peace in knowing why I am okay two part ways and and find something that is more aligned with what I want for my life. And that is to be a vessel of healing. So where you're sitting in your life, if you are stressed out, not just in your marriage or your relationship, but it's a legit question. It's a serious question. And it is a great place to start. Gus is right. That is kind of the primary question to start with. What do you want? You who's listening to this, what do you want with your life? And what are you doing now that is contrary to what you want or what is going to delay you being able to achieve what you want. And I don't, whatever it is that you want, it may not be like mine. It's not financial. It is a sense of satisfaction knowing that I've invested my life in healing a broken culture in the small way that I can, but in as big a way as I can, not so that I can get some kind of credit for it, but because it's my choice, like that's what I want my life to account for. I want it to account for that, not account for it. So what about you sitting and listening somewhere in the world? Is your life, is it pleasant? Is it happy you dialed in? Are you in a frustrated position at work? Is your personal life unrewarding? Are you in a, in a marriage that's spiraling down? Are you in a good marriage? Whatever. When's the last time you asked the question, what do I want? When's the last time you asked your wife or your, I guess your wife, women don't listen to this, I don't think. You know, when's the last time you asked your wife or sat down with her and asked the question, what what do each of us want? You know, and, and how do we weave those together so that we don't lose what we, like what's something critical in our life so we lose it? What about you, the solo guy sitting there listening? Like, are you unhappy with where you're at? Maybe like me, maybe if you can't quite put your finger on why your job is, maybe it's draining to you. Mine is exhausting to me. It used to not be exhausting. Um, It used to just be a challenge. And now it is, it's emotionally exhausting. 
not so much physically anymore, but it's emotionally exhausting. And I'm emotionally drained. And I'd rather be physically tired than emotionally exhausted any day of the week. Physically tired feels good because it makes it easy to sleep. It makes me hungry. And it makes me feel like I did something during the day. Being emotionally exhausted makes me feel like the day was kind of a waste. Because it's it's kind of like, I don't know, I have no comparison. But But are you in a spot where... Like me, you haven't asked that question for a little while, or you've missed the obvious. Like, this is why I'm unhappy doing what I'm doing or being where I'm at or whatever. Just a little stop of encouragement that maybe you ought to stop and ask, what do you want? What do I want? And identify that. And this isn't about being selfish or selfish pursuits. And I would throw the caveat in that that it can't just be something entirely selfish. It can't be just, I want to be the richest man in the world. Well, that's going to have a hard time falling into line with a lot of things. If it's purely a selfish thing, then I don't, I'm not sure that there's going to be a road to peace in, in your life. There has to be something that is bigger than you. Bigger than what your selfish, your selfish desires might be. Or at least that's my opinion. I think if you just chase yourself, you're going you're gonna to reap the whirlwind from sowing the wind. So I wanted to make a short one here to encourage you to stop, turn everything off, ask yourself the question, what do I want? And I think when you can answer that question, the rest of your priorities or your stresses, I think it's a good way to clarify the sources of things that need to stay in your life and the sources of things that need to go away in your life or get less uh, airtime with you. Less, less daytime with you, more fewer hours with you. And you can reduce those negative influences or altogether perhaps remove them if possible. Maybe not, but at least you can minimize them. And the more you're aware of their negative influence in your life, the more equipped you are to keep that from happening or to be aware of any toxic buildup in your mind or your health, your spiritual life, your emotional state. That sort of things. So anyway, ask the question, what do I want? I'll leave it at that and I'll catch you on the next one.